Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. My dog. My dog. My dog. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> this is the best. Oh man, yo. <laughs> Shock the system. Golden Age is always here. Sammy Guevara. <laughs> oh man, what up? Welcome to oh, the Comedians dude. of Wrestling podcast, the podcast where comedians and honorary comedian Nick Tulo dissect. <laughs> Pro wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I am your host, the host with the most viral stand up about professional wrestling, slash, probably the longest set about pro wrestling ever done on network television. <laughs> Dan Black. Give it From to me, the late late show, Daddy, <laughs> aka Dunsky, uh, Black Kamora, aka Tanakatsu Tony, the Patreon Don, aka Donnie Capri. From the time I went to Italy. <laughs> <laughs> the weekend at Bernie's coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby, gabba, gabba, wee, gabba, gabba, wee, gabba, 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 wee, gabba, 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 coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, gabba, gabba, wee. What do I say after gabba, wee? Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, wee, gabba. That girl kidding. is mine. And that girl, she's mine. Baby! What up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction of all of our spicy, spicy, muy, muy caliente, chef's kiss, muy, 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 wrestling reactions. Man, the fact that I can still do that with basically one flub, oh. essentially. You just it's broke my brain, man, like straight up because I didn't even say anything to you. Yeah. But just with like everything that's going on with like Corden and like it I don't was know time to was. bring back the intro. It was time. I was like, yo, yo, I was like, it was time. you know what? There might be some different ears uh, listening to this and they should get a taste of what it was like. <laughs> and then you broke my brain the second time because I went yeah. into like a deep dive archive of like, Instagram posts of like from cow and stuff. And I came across the fucking weekend at Bernie's thing, dude. When we I were forgot about that entirely. I was 
I was recording on my couch on Long Island in my house uh, on my phone and with my like uh, Xbox gamer headset. Okay. Wow. <laughs> in a pandemic when we were that like. That was a pandemic? Thinking we were probably going to die. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. My life has been an absolute blur. When I think about my life, this is what I think. I, I, uh, I, didn't, hear, I didn't hear that. The, you didn't the, hear the connection is the connection on that thing is definitely trash. All right, all right. You but you heard the music, so why wouldn't you hear that? I don't know. Something I didn't hear that. that. There we go. Got it this time. Okay. Fine. I'm turning it off. Yo, <laughs> one of these cords is completely jacked up. Yeah. Uh, I don't have time to fix it, motherfuckers. Yo, <laughs> here's the deal, everybody. Look. Patreon.com slash comedians yeah. wrestling supports this right. podcast. We need support. We need one new cord. We need one new cord. Uh, Send Dan 69 cents on Venmo. Listen, listen, listen. When we were in that pit, we talked about this on another episode a couple of months back or like two months ago, whatever. You know, post-pandemic, everything's been shuffled. Life has been wild, right? My life, I said it. I said my pandemic was pretty fucking rough, okay? Uh, not to say I had a very, you know what? all things you know i don't know do i even have to say this shit do i have to clarify no. some people have it worse than me and blah 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 we know that i do that you listen in all things considered i survived uh, a pandemic so i'm fine you know what i mean mm -hmm. but i had a lot of big changes in my life um you know i got a divorce which we all know um and now uh everyone will know on network television and um i, I you know i uh was by myself away from my family, a lot of changes in my life. So I knew when this pandemic was over and we could start recording again and those floodgates open uh, uh, performing live again, like mm -hmm. I needed to really get back to that. You know, I put a lot of things, you know, we all had to put a lot of things on hold. I had big plans going into the year 2020, you know, how many of two. Yeah. How many two? And honestly, that said, was... did have some people. Some people have manifested that it actually did happen. I mean, yeah. Peter Rosenberg wore the Becky Lynch wig and didn't yeah, even yeah. acknowledge it. Uh, you know, they were thinking like it's almost like did that happen? No one really knows, you know. Mm. But yeah, so I knew like coming out of this pandemic, and 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 this podcast was a huge part of that because our show in Vegas, I think, was the official kickoff to me being a comedian again. Yeah, you know, like I, that. Uh, you know, um, that was my uh, comedy debut. Of of becoming the uh the uh, honorary camoose. <laughs> yeah, you Tulo. We had a match in Vegas. If you don't know, you can watch the match on the Comedians of Wrestling YouTube page. Uh, you can watch as we wrestled at the Space in Vegas. Dolph Ziggler was a special guest referee. Kayla Braxton was the special guest announcer. <laughs> what? Yeah, uh, uh, Johnny Mundo. Uh, a lot of runoffs. Johnny Nitro. Mundo was there. Luke Gallows was there, but too drunk to participate. Brad Attitude. Yeah. Luke Gallows. Brad he was there. You know, Casey. Slam uh, from, I want to say, yeah. heaven to hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, my, I luckily uh, landed uh, on the truly boxes. Unfortunately, the only one that I did land on was my, uh, was my left foot, which was an actual case of truly's, which was nice. <laughs> oh, but yeah, yeah that had to and when we really hurt. Yeah, um, but Neil Casey, Kevin Kevin Gill, OG. I, uh, yeah, so many greats, so many of the greats. Aaron Fairey, Alex Newman, yeah, Cena Calf, 
Phil uh, Pesapani, the, the smooth operator. The smooth operator. If you haven't watched that, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, <laughs> which would be wild, or it probably is actually likely because people watch Corden and then look you up and then see you have the podcast and now they're here. Yeah. Watch, go to our YouTube page and watch the, was, was that SummerSlam Tacular, right? Yeah, the so, SummerSlam Tacular. Watch the SummerSlam Tacular match. It's like 45 minutes of absolute anarchy and hilariousness. I showed it to my friend, my buddy Paul, and he was dying. Oh, by the way, who owns a tattoo shop and his apprentice is MJF's fiance. And oh, at their that's five awesome. year at their five year anniversary. I probably shouldn't be sharing this. All right. Don't tell anybody. But at their five year anniversary, MJF was at the party. Wow. And that let was me... like the Monday after he won the title. The title, which we haven't even covered here, have we? Um, we haven't. <laughs> and which we're gonna. Which we're gonna get into that. But so MJF, could I have more connections to a man I've never met? I I, I mean it, his sisters, boyfriends. I mean, that's my friend. He's from Plainview. Oh, my whole family lives there. Bro, I'm <laughs> tattooed by his fiance's boss. Right. Like, I literally look at this tattoo on my I arm. I was supposed right here. to go to the party that he was at, and I had COVID. I've never, we've never, we were, we were missing, we were ships uh, missing. What do you think I told in the my buddy? Too? No way. What do you, you think I told this. my buddy? I said, I said, tell her she's 100% tattooing and like M- something MJF on me. Well, can we down. turn that life rips into like uh, something like Great call. MJF? She can cover it up with life <laughs> MJF rips. Well, are you back on the Chris D'Elia train? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Um. Anyway, no. so point is that we came out of this and pandemic. No. We had a great time. And then I knew in my heart that I needed to get to doing comedy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I set out to perform and I and and I started these shows and uh one show I started I was like okay during the pandemic I said I'm never gonna probably not gonna do improv ever again is what I've said I've been trained for people new listeners I've studied at UCB for a long time I toured with Upright Citizens Brigade you know uh I would say my training is improv it's my you know my biggest comedic training and uh I was like you know, I'm probably never going to do improv again because I, I just couldn't even see how improv could happen at that time because it requires all these people on stage. You're watching these stand-ups who can, like, do stand-up outside and they're, like, swapping microphones so they don't got to touch each other, you know, during the pandemic. Yeah. The, the, the heart of the pandemic, you know, and they do it, you know, and you're like, well, with improv, like, we ha- we have to be on stage all together. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, it's like, I don't know, is that going to exist again? Like, it was so, it's so weird to think back, you know? And then, like, and then uh, I was like, oh, I started this improv show, and it's been a fucking awesome. I started a show, Atlas Improv Show. And boy, oh, boy, I'm doing some of the most satisfying improv shows of my entire life now, you know? And then I can't wait to watch the the, the, the last one because it's still available to stream. I'm going to actually watch that tonight. Yeah, you can stream it at DynastyTypewriter.com. Our last show, we had Seth Green on it. He did the monologues, which was really fucking fun. He was the man. And then our next show has Seth Rogen on it, December 10th. And um, then uh, the and then the January show has Seth Rollins, right? Seth Rollins. Well, here. So, OK, so let's talk about Seth Rollins for a second. So, OK. So anyway, that being said, with st- uh, stand up, I 
I was dead set on doing like late night television. I really wanted to like, you know, do stand up on TV. I've always thought I was going to be a stand up. And then I got into the like improv world. Um, and not that doesn't say like I regret that or anything. It's just you could only do so many things. And I'm a guy who wants to do anything it, it, to the point that right now I, I <laughs> right now I like I, t- I you know, I, I, at night I take little guitar lessons, you know, I've been hey. neglecting, neglecting it a little. And I, I, I have this idea of the show I've been working on. I've already started working on it for next year, like, a, like a rock show, a rock comedy show, you know. And like, Amazing. like I, I have to do. I, I can't spectate. Like, I need to touch. I need to taste what it feels yeah. like to do things, you know. And so, but stand up's always been like so deep in my bones. Like when I was a kid, I was like, gonna be a stand up. I was obsessed with stand up comedy, you know. And I veered off from it because. Essentially, I was trying to be on SNL, and I was, you know, with improv. It, yeah, it was like, you know, I was auditioning for SNL, and I didn't get it. Everyone, you're all getting my history, and I didn't get it because, well, I just didn't get it. But I was focused more on characters and impressions, and that's the stuff they wanted from me. You know, mm-hmm. that's not really a great recipe for how to get things. Is like just by doing what someone else tells you to do, and not following like your artistic heart. You know. Yeah. So that's kind of like when I when I came out of this pandemic, I was like, I'm gonna follow my. Like what my what my my uh, artistic passions are and uh, what what and comedic passions and it's amazing because it's what's cool it's I don't know why I'm going all hippie with this is that you, you can't really control what you want to do I think that's mm-hmm. kind of awesome you're like guided by your what whatever term you want to call it you know what I mean because I'm not a, I'm not a very spiritual person too though we've talked about this you know. I'm not, I understand uh, that. not classically spiritual in the sense that like I know what a chakra is or blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Not like that. But I'm like, but but I know that like if I I'll watch look at something and be like that doesn't interest me, right? Like, like so many people are so drawn towards like like RuPaul's Drag Race, and I've never really been drawn towards that, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I might like it, but it doesn't draw me towards it. It's like, oh, I don't know. It just, I, I, I don't know what happened. My eyes didn't go towards this. You know what I mean? Like, Shebs loves RuPaul Drag Right. Like, that's just an example of something that, like, I haven't had much interactions with, you know? But, like, I was, like, oh, always drawn towards stand-up. So I worked on it, and I've been working on this set, and uh, I finally, you know, I'll, I'll cut. I don't need to tell you the whole journey of it. But I did stand-up comedy. It's debuting, uh, uh, I, I doing my late, it's called like a late night stand-up debut tonight on the late, late show with James Corden. Um, I Woo. shot it. I filmed it yesterday. I think it went pretty well. I mean, hopefully you'll have the same opinion of it. You know, it's all subjective, but the cool thing for this podcast, you know, and that, and that, and that was dope. And it's, and, and, uh, um, um, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm and eyeing a lot. I, the cool thing for the longtime listeners of this pod is that a joke that did make the air is the my LeBron joke. Um, it's a joke that they really loved and really wanted in the set, you know. Yeah. And it's I I it's for for all my marks out there, all my wrestling fans out there. It is what a fucking absolute honor to go on broadcast television. And just announce that I don't like sports and I defend <laughs> pro wrestling, you know, like to just be like, nah, it's not for me. Oh, like, you know what I mean? And I'm wearing like a leather jacket, you know, and that, you know, 
and like just being like, yo, sports are lame, bro. And it's funny. I just find it's like funny because I, 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 I didn't think about this truly till after, but it is so interesting to go on television and essentially defend pro wrestling while looking like such a guy who would be into sports, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, yeah, but you're also like teased uh, to be on the show and you're in a Ric Flair robe and your undies and looking like you're ready to fucking go out there. All right. So <laughs> you guys all have seen this or whatever, but it's like it's on the what? It's on the it's on the Yeah, Corden posted it. But so um, the uh, um, they po- I didn't even have video of that. They posted it and then I quickly DM'd. I quickly DM'd the late late show instagram account and they happen to see it and send it to me you know like whoever runs it you know (laughs) anyway so i uh yeah like so they have a thing at the top of the show it's called like james like checks in with the guests yeah so essentially like they knock on the door and they're like let's see who's here you know and it's really fucking cool because they include the comedians the same way they include the other guests so like on the show is david harbour and sarah highland who are objectively way more famous than me one she was on modern <laughs> family he's like one of the top actors right now he's in a violet <laughs> night movie right now and he's on fucking stranger things you know yeah so um uh he was a superhero in uh scarlet black black, black widow. widow yeah so anyway I go i had to go deep into my brain for that one yeah i actually didn't see that one was that one good she was saying Scarlet because it's Scarlet Joy. It's Scarlet Johansson. It's Scarlet, but and there's Scarlet Witch. To my to my defense, there's the Scarlet. Witch. I'm getting my dick sucked by Scarlet Johansson. <laughs> In the past, In the past, not now or anything. That was a long time ago. Well, that's a reference to a a, a spot. Summer Slantacular. So anyway, uh, so they not so they checking bit. They knock on the door and. Look, it, this is not, I'm not like reinventing the wheel here. Like other comedians have like knocked on the door and then they do like a goof, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I had randomly had always been like, if I ever done Corden, I would be dressed like a pro wrestler when they open the door, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, first off, so I had this bit, and the bit essentially is that like I challenge James to a, a match, and then he's like. No, Dan, you're supposed to be doing stand up, man. You know, like on the, you know, <laughs> and like you know, that's in my mind what he what he does. You know, and then and then I'm like, oh shit, yeah, no, I'll do, yeah, of course I'll do stand up. Yeah, yeah, that's no problem. Of course I do that. You know, of course I do that. I'm excited to be here. You know, but, so like that. But like, so I I meet James for a second, and I'm like, hey man, just so you know, I get this bit I was thinking about doing like at the top, and he's like, no, 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 don't tell me. It's always better when you don't tell me. You know, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, but I hope he gets like what amazing. I'm doing. Like, yeah. I hope I hope. And like, oh, by the way, it's pretty clear, you know, like to his credit. It's pretty yeah. clear. And he's a fucking smart guy. Great. You know, he's like a mega talent. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. uh, Yeah. So so what I did is that like so I had Christina in my dressing room and they say they're like they're like, all right. They're like, you you can't bring any actors because we're not going to, like, pay actors for this, like, small yeah. little bit here, you know? Yeah, yeah. And they're like, but you can have, like, your guests with you just dressed in their normal clothes and they can't say anything, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 Christina, 
it's normal. We had Christina. She's her normal clothes is like dressing like a ballet. Like and it's pretty close to what she normally wears. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like Christina, you know, and also because we do shows all the time. So like Christina is kind of always like in show mode, a show mm -hmm. girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I and uh oh, there she is. I was saying how they said they they said that you shouldn't. Uh, Christina's here. She's in show mode now. And anyway, so I'm recording. Okay. Anyway, all right. But I bring my phone back because I, I I have stuff in there that I need. Ha ha ha! You're recording, so I can go through all your text messages and see who you're schmexting. Hi, Tulo. What's up? Anyway, so it's a good thing. We <laughs> They didn't let her speak last night, so that was good. Oh, no. <laughs> so Christina shows she shows up and like we had like a pink tube top and like pink and like pink like I don't know tube skirt. I don't really know what it's called. Yeah. You know what I mean? And <laughs> where'd like, you get roll the up, fucking? And where'd you get the robe like from? And I ordered this robe. I'm like, yo, I'll just wear trunks. What? So I'm wearing my cow trunks. I wrestle it, and then I ordered like a Ric Flair robe, just off of Amazon. Yeah. Well, so I had a couple options. I had I ordered like kind of like a like a Gargano vest. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You put it on and like it's funny because it, it doesn't read as pro wrestler. No, you know what I mean? Like like it, it's modern pro wrestler to like us marks will be like, that's what a pro wrestler wears. You know? Yeah. But like for camera, it's funny. The only thing that reads as pro wrestler is like Hogan <laughs> or Macho stuff or Flair. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> So I like last minute ordered this like fucking flare robe and then I showed it to like the, when I got there, I was like, oh, I'm going to wear this. Is that OK? And they just are laughing their asses off that I just have that, you know? <laughs> and so the other wrinkle here that I think is really interesting was that Ziggler was supposed to come and stand next to me, you know? Oh, and it would just be like, no, we don't acknowledge it. It's just Dolph Ziggler's just there, you know? <laughs> and we couldn't pull it off because of. He, he, you know, he was coming in that day, but you need to get a, it's fucking COVID ruins everything. Like he needed to get a COVID test 48 hours in advance. And he's in Phoenix has to be from like a, has to be from a, like, uh, 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 uh an accepted place. It was like a whole thing. You know, it's like, it's not, it's not their fault. It's like union rules, you know? Oh, that's oh, like, a, did Thanks. you have to do that too? Yeah. I, I get a P they have to come to my house and give me a PCR test on Monday to shoot Wednesday. That's wild. Yeah, I mean, you live in Texas. It's like gates open. It doesn't right? even exist. Like it doesn't even exist down. Oh here. yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, this is a TV you know, studio. You know what I mean? Like, no one even talks about it. I think it's to be honest. I don't really know. You know that. Yeah. So anyway, I did, so I couldn't get Ziggler to do it, but he was in town and ready to do it, and I couldn't do it. So I, I was trying to get, be flanked by like all of my wrestler friends, and we just couldn't make it happen. But you guys know that that was like. It was planned. They were all down. I just couldn't make it happen. You know? Yeah. It sucked. But anyway. um. But yeah, so I put on my like right. So right before we're going to do the bit and it's like everything's like running gun on these TV shows because it's a live show. So it's not just like, Dan, are you ready? It's like we're going. Yeah. You know, uh -huh. I'm wearing the cow trunks last second. They see the logo and they're like, you, you got to flip that. So like right before the camera goes, I <laughs> Take my, I'm go fully naked. Like the there's like a live camera, it's like right there, and take them and fl like flip them 
like flip them inside out and roll them up, you know, like <laughs> over my, and then you see, that's what you see on camera. Like there's a little bit of print coming out of the like tops, you know? Yeah. And yeah. then it was great. Corden, you know, did the bit, but like we just improvised it and it was pretty fucking funny. You know, it's just like, you know, you know, he, he played along perfectly. He's like, let me check. Is this Dan? Like, I think Dan, you're booked into the standup. Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you, you, you like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm, of course I knew. Uh, Stand up, right, right, yeah, yeah, I know. I, 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 I got jokes. I'm like, this was a joke. This was a joke. You know what I mean? Like, it's like that. It's like awkward and funny and, yeah, and yeah. silly. It's a good it. time. But it was like hilarious because they were like, they don't tell you to bring one of those check in bits. You know, like they don't tell you like you, you hey, if you want to do something up there, you have to be very proactive. You be like, hey, I'm thinking about doing that, and then they gotta like be like, yeah, we like that. Like, you know, yeah. So I was yeah, like, I'm yeah. going to be dressed like a pro wrestler. So I'm glad I did it because I was like waiting for them to be like, hey, when do you want to check a bit? And I proactively like reached out. But anyway, it's fucking awesome. You can see it on my Instagram now. I damn black attack. You could see uh, like a small like snippet of me when they open the door. And I'm wearing a robe and it's so fucking satisfying to look at, you know, amazing, dude. So, yeah, it was really, it was awesome to do the set there. It's very, you know, ner- it's very nerve wracking. You get like one shot at it. You're doing stand up yeah. in front of, you know, I mean, there's nothing else to like go into about it. You guys can watch it. You know what stand up's like. But it was a big milestone for me to, um, um, you know, uh, to to do, obviously, like, you know, in, in the stand up world, like doing getting your late night debut. It's 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 a classic. It's a it's a classic um, step in the in, in the in the in the uh, career of a stand-up comedian, you know, and yeah. it's kind of like a dying thing because like late night shows who even knows, like, will they replace Corden when he leaves with another late night show? Who knows, you know, as yeah. it all changes, you know, it, it, this isn't like the Carson days where it was like, you would do that. And then it meant you're famous, you know? Yeah. But it it's, still it's fucking just... matters, you know, it still mattered to me and, and a bunch of people. So it was, it, it was awesome. Anyway. Um, wow, that's really all to say about that. But I thought you guys should get a little insight behind the scenes of the wrestling elements of it. You know, what so, did uh, Seth Green say anything about wrestling? Oh, here's the other thing. Yes, he did. And then the other thing was that. So I get off stage and I'm walking to the back and it's all kind of a blur. And then the, one of the guys is like taking my mic. You know, he's like, a, yeah. And he's like, bro, I love the Seth Rollins joke. Like one uh, of the guys who works uh, there. You know what I mean? So, yeah, <laughs> that was great. That's so amazing. my thing is like, we got to get Rollins to see this. You know, I mean, at this point, Rollins has got to be like, yo, I, I, I think he has seen it. Did we confirm that he has seen that joke before? I mean, all I did was post it. The last time I posted it was just me posting like a random clip of it, you know. um, Literally, I posted it on Facebook, remember? Fucking yeah. Facebook. Dude, now, like, like Facebook and Twitter are dead, right? <laughs> What's going on? You're more of a Twitter guy. What's going on with Twitter? Like. Uh, not not in the sense of like I know the news headlines of it, but the Twitter verse is it still rocking or what? Is that stuff blown out? It's like you don't really know. Mm-hmm. But like, you're still signing on there every day. Are you still? Yeah, but I feel for like more informational purposes, like like sports and stuff and shit like that, and wrestling news and things like that. But like, I'm gonna I'm gonna find myself like interacting way less, you know. Right. You you use it more to get like news. Yeah. Well, I also have like really given up on like commenting on stuff as like not given up, but like I rather post my own takes and put that out there. But like I I don't really reply on stuff as much because that's that's like what Twitter's all about. It's like 
like someone wants has a reaction and you get you say something with that reaction then it gets into this whole heated thing so i've learned to just kind of like observe you know <laughs> now yeah. and that's what i like about it but it's like it's all right i mean i mean all social media is kind of feels like to me i'm not a tiktok person but it seems like tiktok is a big thing <laughs> but i feel like all social media is kind of like starting to hit the like hit a wall a little bit you know uh yeah i don't know you know i don't know what to say about it i mean I, my most of my conversations about social media are, are in the context of comedy especially yeah. now nowadays for me and the big thing is like comedians posting clips you know mm -hmm. and that's like a big point of conversation now in the stand-up community where it's in comedy community where you're like you know, it's like you have to be like posting clips. Now it's like people, <laughs> you know, it it, it kind of used to be where it was like, get your stuff, put out an album, put out an hour, uh, do a late night set, right? Like yeah. I, I was in this weird spot where it was like, I was starting to post clips. I posted one that I got like captioned, you know, I was like, all right, I'm going to start yeah. doing this. And then I really started heating up with working on my cord and set with, with them. And I was like, all right, well, I don't know which I don't want to post any jokes that I'm going to say, you know, right. So right. I have like so. You know, because then you're like, do they you know, do they not want do they not want you to post stuff? You know what I mean? Like, you're like, who knows? Right. you know, do, do, do they they want you to be a joke that has? not Well, I mean, now day? this all turns into clips for you. So that's the best part. Like, right. the idea is that there's going to be a bunch of people watching that and who watch professional wrestling and are going to fucking share it. And it's going to, you know, the idea is we're It's this is like, like a Marvel movie. Like we're going viral again. Like this is like yeah. hot tub time machine or something. What's what I'm saying on? is like, it, it, you know, it's yeah, it, it, it's, it's kind of a beautiful thing for me. Cause it's like, like, you know, oh man, social media. I don't know why we're going down a social media rabbit hole, but I'll say like, for me, it's cool. For example, the last clip I posted was I posted this joke about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial being in a toxic relationship, you know, yeah. and I posted that clip where I'm like, oh, you know, uh, I'm in a toxic relationship. And I didn't realize until I watched the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. And everyone's like, yo, can you believe that she shit in his bed? And I was like. <laughs> I could get there. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you don't, you're, you don't understand uh, relationships I mean, like that. And so I post that clip and then, and you know, it got like, forgot, I don't have that many followers. So I got like 25,000 views or something, you know? Yeah. And, uh, um, you know, but like for that joke, it's like, well, to be able to just put that out right away, cause it's kind of timely. You know, because it's based uh -huh. on that that, and to just be like, I told it, I like the way the clip turned out. I'm gonna post it, and that makes it done. That's kind of beautiful for a comedian. So like, I'm, I'm learning to embrace the fact that like, you know, I did the late night thing, and I'll do more t TV tapings and whatnot. But like, I can't like, I, you know, like like the the wrestling joke I've been sitting on for a couple of years, you know, to uh, to do it on TV, and you know, and you're like, I don't want to do that anymore, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'll end up doing it, obviously, but I don't want to do that. And if I don't have anything on the horizon, so it's nice to have an outlet for these jokes, you know. Turn so that's into a little it. brainstorming session here. But do you have someone who does video at uh, at Last Improv and Comedy? Park? I have video. Yeah, I have. I have, I have video. I'm saying, you know, 
I, I'm working on, I'm working. It's my next thing I'm going to be working on the next year is like for 2023 is like clipifying, you know? Yeah, I mean, and I've already yeah. spoke to the cast and stuff. But yeah, anyway. All right, whatever. We can move on. This is the logistical shit. But yeah, fucking, I, I, you know what? Thank you guys. Well, here's what I guess why I bring it up to say to the Calverse, you know, like a lot of you have been listening to this podcast for a long time and probably like, you know, I, I'm not, you know, we, we acknowledge this two, two months ago, probably whatever. But like, I'm, I understand that like we used to go way harder with this pod because we had way more time and resources to throw at it. You know what I mean? But I, I hope that the long-term listeners understand that like I'm taking the momentum and the energy that we like built here, you know, and taking it fucking, let's just call it metaphorically worldwide. You know what I mean? Even though truthfully, it is literally worldwide because that, you know what I mean? There was a while where like the LeBron yeah. joke, you guys know the joke, my, my joke defending wrestling was kind of ours. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we all were like, shit, Dan posted this joke and like it went viral for us and it was exciting. And then Yo, I remember the Facebook, making- the, the Facebook group like went like in like we like got so many people that came onto the page maybe like a thousand people in a day joined the facebook group from that like trying to control it i was like what the fuck is going on yeah that joke so then i I posted that and then and then i did like the half hour we put out on youtube like that was a fucking blast adult wrestling fan adult wrestling fan and like that and then i was like you know just like talking about how much i love wrestling because i thought that'd be a cool project and then all that to culminate on cbs for a long term listen, like that joke. Obviously, it's only I only in five minutes, so I can only tell the chunk that little chunk of it. But I think that's pretty fucking cool for like people, you know, like the long term listeners. Like, yeah, you know, it's just wild. I mean, I, it's wild to me. like there's people that were at that show that still listen to it that heard that joke, you know, like that's so it's crazy to kind of think about. But when you went viral, that the clip wasn't from adult wrestling fan. It was, yeah, it was oh. from the, it was before the show that. I did like at UCB randomly. It was probably one of the first Wild. times I told it. And here's the other thing about, is it is like, I, I think that joke is a joke. Everybody knows. I'm like, I'm like, you know, in my mind, everybody knows it. Yeah. I'm not sure. And you're like, almost no people have seen it. No, never. <laughs> almost none. So it's like a weird thing where I'm like, should I tell that joke? I mean, it's old already. You know what I mean? In my mind. And then I'm like, no, I'm like, it's new I'm having to so a, many people, you know, I'm having an internal struggle. If I want you to uh, tell me what you did for the sport, like change up this time. Or if you, I want to like be surprised when I watch it and hear it live, you know, cause you usually do you, you, the last couple of times you've done the like Suns versus bucks or something like that, you know, like, or no, some, I just say Golden State Warriors, Boston Celtics. Cause that's who won. That was who was. <laughs> That's who it was. Oh, yeah, you, did yeah, it, yeah. Uh, you did the Warriors and Celtics. Oh, yeah, yeah from last year. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. You adapt every year, you know? Yeah, I adapted every yeah. year. And then also, there's another chunk I took out because the, the whole chunk about Wayne Gretzky or whatever, like, I took that out because just for time. Like, I and it was like, all right, I don't want to stay in wrestling too long, you know? And then I go into yeah. talking about uh, being divorced, which I think was really fun, too. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> what would I say? I will, you want me to spoil it for you or no? No, 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 no. no, no. No, Hopefully no. I say it right. It was all a fucking blur. Anyway, so w- wild for the long cowheads, the full on jabroni X. What a wild journey for that joke, you know, and cool. And I don't really have control. It's a joke they wanted, you know, so cool. I have some level of control, by the way, but like, it, you know, they <laughs> like tell you what they want, you know, and you're like, you don't fight with them because you want to get approved, you know, cool. Yes, you can have the wrestling joke. 
<laughs> All right. Too low. I think it's time. I mean, we should move on to talking about wrestling. What do you think? Or did you want to talk about something else? Um, I'm fucking Gucci. Let's go, baby. I got a lot to talk about. Well, I don't even know where to begin. I mean, I've so here's my experience. I've been so fucking busy. You know, that's yeah. why we missed last week. I've been so busy because I was dealing like just give me an example of the stuff I was dealing with. I, I like I, I like once they wanted to like standards and practices, want to cut one of my jokes, you know? Yeah. And then I had to like stand up for it and like that. And also like all the people courting were like on my side helping me. It was like so many yeah. curveballs. Then like I had an outfit and then it was like, shit, these pants are too long. I had to get them like double altered, you know, <laughs> like that. And then like I'm like, you know, I like I was like, by oh, the way, out outfit. Incredible. Great job, man. Where'd you get Wait, that jacket from? Oh my god. So uh, I guess we're still on this, but no, you, you know, look great. I mean, dude, well, in the shoes. All right. So those? The shoes. So, okay, the shoes. All right, let's. Wh- where should we begin? Funny things that I Fucking always said Gene's to myself. Ambrose looking motherfucker I w- out no, here. <laughs> so that's what I would say. I mean, I felt like that I not, that I have a fucking full on <laughs> a- Ambrose vibe. Like I felt like a full Ambrose vibes. <laughs> you were like the proper Ambrose. <laughs> you were like, yeah, you were like Dan Ambrose. <laughs> Yo, Sheb said that I looked like I was auditioning for Gone in in 120 seconds. Uh, (laughs) Let me tell you this. Okay, let's talk outfit. You know, I mean, so. I mean, first of all, we're joking about it, but you looked great, man. Honestly. Did you dig the outfit? I'm not a fan. I like it. So I I like it. So I think it's all great. great. Yeah. So here's the deal. Let's hear it. I. Was always like, if I'm going TV, I'm wearing like a leather jacket to do stand up. You know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of like, you know, like I'm a guy, like, I've always think that was the fucking coolest thing ever. Like, Dice is yeah. like my hero. You know what I mean? Like, so to me, and, you know, to me, I was like, yeah, I have a leather jacket, you know that. So I had, weirdly, I had, I don't remember when, but I had passed in All Saints. One time, and I kind of went in, and it was like, man, if I do when I do stand up on TV, I'm gonna rock one of these jackets. Have you <laughs> been to the store All Saints? No, never. It's like, it's like if if Chris Angel manifested a store, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Light as a feather, stiff as a board. <laughs> it's a Chris Angel plus Dean Ambrose. And so uh when in like I, I actually was trying on a bunch of jackets, they look good. Like they were not uh, all saints because I would just happen to be in a department store. And then I went and then I put on all saints. I was like, Yep, this is exactly <laughs> what I'm looking for. Anyway, I put on, you know, uh, and that was it. So so I just always knew I'd rock it, you know. But here's the debate. Like for a while, I was like, yo, can I pull off like the wife beater underneath? You know what I mean? Like, can I pull off like a tank? You know what I mean? Like, should I just like I'm like this TV baby? Should no. I just fucking go for it? You know what I mean? And ultimately, that is just too crazy of a move. You would have looked like you would have looked a hundred percent like fucking Dan Ambrose. <laughs> so it was like the shirt, but like th- this was the shit I was dealing with because it's like, yo, all right, like yo, like pitch versus perfect, Skylar Aston. Okay, yeah. but I listen to this like. I've been with Skylar before. Like people are giving him clothes to wear. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, 
he's 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 you know there's he's there's stylists in the works and 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 and, and oh, by yeah. the way when you're like going on you have like a tv appearance or something like it's that nothing more helpful than that it's a necessity because like yeah. you're trying to be creative and focus on all this other shit thinking about outfit i mean who <laughs> i got no yeah. space for that because also Instagram. I don't have that yeah. skill. I don't even have that skill. Like to be like, how could you look at me like you're just gonna look good? But in my position, I had to like do it myself, you know. So I I have you know I had those jeans. I wore them once. You know when I wore those? I wore them literally one time. They're brand new jeans. I wore them in Vegas after we went out. Like uh, no. the night we went out before the show that night, which was like I the dumbest all- idea. Such a dumb idea. What? We went out to like fucking like five in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we produced the show. I was so dead. That is the only night I wore those jeans because they're like, they're nice because they're like kind of uncomfortable. And I don't what like, why would I? Uh, 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 Buck Sorry, Mason. I'm, you know Buck Mason? Judge. No. No, no, no. Buck, the Buck Mason's like a, a good store here. Um, cool. Yeah, they're, they're, I just don't know if they have wow. them everywhere. They have one here. They have one. I feel like California, like LA is a different country. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Buck Mason. And what was the name of the list? All say. All say. Oh, shit. Fuck. Whoa. Uh-oh. We, we, we're always good for one. I think he might have unplugged. Uh, no. Back. Hear me? Yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry. I literally it, it, like it. I We're must have fire. pressed the yeah. I must have pressed the turn off button, but I saw it. Like it just turned off my thing. Anyway, yo. So um, the All Saints Buck Mason. <laughs> so anyway, I just start Buck Mason. Google it. They make nice stuff. Okay. It's a nice place. Um, they make a lot of my my shirts. But so uh um, I had those jeans. And I got them short, but they were. I guess I kept them long. You know. So yeah. Anyway. The point is, my shoes were Vince. You know Vince? <laughs> you don't know the brand Vince, bro? And then, all right, then the, here's a wrestling tie-in. My shirt is Theory. I I, I know Theory. Oh, uh, okay. so Theory. But the, here's Vince? the crazy thing. You know so Vince, I got this jacket. Vince and Theory? Like, you wear no. Vince and Theory? It's Vince and Theory. Oh, my God, bro. And, uh, no. and the Buckshot Lariat and... Uh... And well, and uh, Archer of Archer of Infamy jacket. That's fucking insane. Yeah, the, I wore a Vincent theory, so they obviously those two <laughs> things go together very well. Yeah. Um, this was my cash in, but so I um. But here, here's here's the thing, like I'm like okay, cool. I I'll, I got this leather jacket. It looks awesome, you know, and mm-hmm. then and. I'm trying to, I'm actually getting a shirt underneath. So I kind of leave it to last minute to get a shirt underneath. Then I go to the yeah. store. I'm like, all right, she need to go black shirt underneath or something. I'm like, I don't know, color, whatever. I put on every shirt. They're all like bunching up because I'm too jacked for the jacket. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, so no, do you start to think maybe I do have to go tank top? <laughs> so I start going, yo, I might have to go tank. And then the guy at the store is like, you might have, if you want to wear this, you might have to go tank. And then he's like, yo, let me bring, this is the day before. He's like, let me bring you some other options of what to wear. And he brings me like a green blazer. I was like, bro, I can't tell the jokes that I wear dressing like a fucking librarian. Okay. You know, like I, 
I need to wear this jacket and it needs to fit this way. So we need to make this happen. So I go to H&M. I go to Zara. I go to every store like that. You would think sells mm. just like a plain black shirt. And I'm just trying them on under this jacket. And they're all bunching up. And then I find one shirt at Bloomingdale's by theory. That's called. <laughs> it's a seventy five dollar T-shirt. OK, of course it is. And it's called. What the fuck was it called? Some version of like perfect fit. Okay. You know what I mean? Like where it's like this thing is going to just like be a glove, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I put it on and it's the only shirt that's, that didn't, that didn't punch. And it was the hardest part of my whole outfit was the black t shirt underneath. And I'm doing this myself. I live 3,000 miles away from like my parents, like my family, you know? My parents. <laughs> Mom, I need help. Dude, I never felt more like, Mom, <laughs> I need you to dress me, you know? <laughs> anyway, very Ambrosian look, you know what I mean? But boy, oh boy, it's crazy because like when you're, you know, when you're, you you know, it's wrestling, baby. I yeah. watch these, some of these stand-ups, they go on TV and you're like, I get it. Their thought process is like, I'm not going to dress different. I want to be like me, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, my brain's like, yo, you're a wrestler, you know? Yep. You know, we see these wrestlers who are like, they kind of just wear generic shit. And you're like, whatever. You know, there's nothing like, I'm like, no, yeah, you, you gotta like, you gotta like, you gotta fucking look good, baby, for the camera. You know? I I, I said it, it was like a little ode to like uh, dice. I felt a little dice in there. It was too, dice. That's know? why. So I tried on a couple of the like biker jackets, yeah. you know? And I was like, or let's call it, you know, for the marks, Finn Balor jackets. Yeah. yeah. I, um, <laughs> You know what I mean? I tried on a couple of those and I'm like, I, I I knew in my mind, I was like, I want to do something that's not exactly nice. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. trying to be derivative because I look too much like him. I mean, not that we look so much alike, but I look too much like him where it's like, yeah. he was going to go dice. You know what I mean? But if you say like, oh, it's an homage, like that's fine. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's the debut of me doing comedy in leather and it's on TV. <laughs> Not, not true. I've done characters in leather because I played dice before. But yeah, anyway, it's funny you bring out the wardrobe malfunction. Let's talk about let's talk about wrestling. Let's go. I'm ready to talk wrestling. You ready to talk I'm wrestling? Ready. Yeah. Let's, let's go. actually. I think we, this is long overdue, but we should do it. Didn't let's, let's. Didn't you hear a bell? Yeah. No, nothing. it'll be in my recording, not yours. Then that's fine. Uh, I wonder why. But anyway, okay. I heard something. Like I heard something trying to play. We gotta acknowledge. Roman the, Reigns, the, the, tribal the, the, the tribal chief, but I think more than that, we should we have to acknowledge the honorary use. I mean, right, the dude causing getting the most attention in pro wrestling right now, at least from the uh, Mark perspective, like you know, from 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 the, the from the Mark seems to be fucking Sami Zayn, who is we've said it on the last episode, but he is on a he's on a hell of a run with this blood bloodline shit. He's making that stuff 20 times more interesting, you know? Truly, truly incredible work. I mean, I'm not a professional actor, but I mean, like, the guy's incredible, right? Like, he's a really good actor, I think. Like, I think he, like, understands how to... It's interesting. There's there's a lot of guys in, in, in professional wrestling, like the Aleister Blacks, and like uh, I think Seth also does a lot of it too, and Kevin Owens, but they're very much 
in tune to long-term storytelling, you know, like yes, things that happened eight years ago, carry on throughout and they leave you little rabbit clues all along the way until they get to these big, these big moments. And then you start to think back and realize all the things that have happened and man, oh man, I think Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are the best at it, dude. Like they are truly just fucking incredible. Like this friendship and the rivalry and, now with the bloodline and war games and what what's coming up next, it looks like Kevin Owens is going to like, you know, come through the, the, the bloodline to get back to Roman, you know? So it's, I'm just, it's it pumped to see, like, it's really cool to see this right now in professional wrestling, deep rooted, long-term storytelling, you know? And here's, here's the, here's what I'm, I'm going to say is going to, is a positive for AEW now is that, we're going to get that with MJF. He talked about that, right? Yeah. He said, I'm on defending this title every week. And you, now you're going to get that with AEW too, which is good because now you're going to, they're going to focus back into the storytelling, which is where Roman and the bloodline, and now especially with Sammy, have shined so much is because every week you're tuning in to see what's next, you know? Like you wanted to know what was going to happen next with Jay and, and Sammy. You wanted to, you, you know, you love seeing the handshake. Now you're wondering what's going on with Solo. And now Roman, like, what does he, how does he feel? You know, like, what's going on? So it's like, that's television, you know? Like, it's the heart and soul of professional wrestling. And I truly believe guys like Sami Zayn and why the Triple H taking over and those guys still being there. Even look at, like, Finn Balor and AJ Styles and, like, you know, their stables. They have women in their stables and, like, it's just it's 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 a very very cool it's weird man because a couple of weeks ago i was like eh. <laughs> but both those pay-per-views came full gear i thought was awesome and uh survivor series i thought was great too so like wild that we're going to be going into royal rumble next and guys like cody are going to be coming back and oh my god i, I forgot about cody which is just crazy Dude, when Absolutely Cody comes insane. back, I saw I saw a list of AEW wrestlers that they signed this year, and I think like like they even had Wardlow in there, but that doesn't really count because Wardlow's always been. But I was like, all those wrestlers put together, and I'm like, not trying to slight anybody, but like, yeah. doesn't even really equate to the relevance of Cody in WWE in that like short run that he had before he got injured. You know, like so massive, and now he's gonna come back. WWE's about to explode explode they explode i uh the sheets no i was even the sheets no, no no i was listening to you, but i was listening to the sheets here because I, I was trying to get a look at the new mjf title oh yeah i i didn't get to really, like see it up close you know but it's the same title they just put the burberry strap right yeah i i think i well first of all i was i was like trying to figure out like does Burberry but, like is Burberry cool with this? Like I'm assuming they got to get that approved. Well, right? a couple things because this is actually why I brought it up because the first time I saw it, it you can't really see the Burberry, am I right? Yeah. Like kind of uh -huh. like it, right? Like it doesn't look at all like a Burberry pattern. Am I wrong? It's very like it feels faded. It's not like it's like faded enough. Like yeah, they like, have like a gloss over it. It should be the leather should be like like those like, it's like they like did the a WWE bad job, likes, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. they, they did a bad job because he's allowed to wear a Burberry scarf 
on television, right? I guess so. I, I always wondered if that was like a real one or if like the pattern was like slightly different. So he got away with it, you know, because yeah, they wouldn't let me wear the cow logo. I mean, I he's calling of... it the big Burberry belt. Yeah. yeah if you Bur can't wear a cow logo on court and how can he make a fucking Burberry belt? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Burberry MJF. Trademark. Let's just, I don't know. I don't know if that's what to Google, but uh, let's see if it does. Does AW Remo pay Burberry for brand licensing? Uh, I don't know why I think that Reddit's going to have the correct answer on this, but if we're deep in the sheets right now, I mean, like, let's go. <laughs> if we're in the sheets, let's see. Maybe we'll find something. Maybe we'll find something that we'll just choose to believe. What do you think? We should possibly just choose to believe about this. I love it. I think that's how the, uh, the internet works now. Are you playing the cage sound? Yeah. Like how apparently I'm wrong. Does AEW pay Burberry to use brand deal? All right, here I'm in the comments here. I don't know why I think I'm getting the correct answer here, but I do. Clothing companies usually enjoy free promotion. Oh, dude, these are people just speculating. What do I hear playing? <laughs> the cage. You don't hear the cage. Gaba gaba weed. I heard gaba weed. Oh wow! I guess maybe that sound effect's low. Anyway, I don't know. It, it, you know. But, you know, I don't think it, I like the promotion of it is like, I don't know. I, they, I'm, I don't have really the answer to that, but I can't imagine Burberry's cool with this, you know, just because this is network television. Like it's good promotion, but well, not network television, it's, it's cable television. But, it, but wouldn't they want to get paid? Like they should get a little money here. You know what I mean? That's their logo. Because it's yeah, not like, first and, off, do you think wrestling fans are buying Burberry? No, and and have an input in how it looks. I'm I'm pretty sure the the replica like they sell MJF scarves, but they're not Burberry. You know, they're just like imitations. Yeah, I mean, I I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I think, a lot of it. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy you can wear that pattern on TV, but I know like the Apple logo. You know, this was like very recently, in the past like five years. The Apple logo, you you'll see it on computers. They said it's fine for all TV. You're allowed to do it. You know, so like for a while, you'd see those like circles over the Apple yeah. logo on computers, you know, to block it. And then Apple was kind of like, hey, like they it, they probably had like a long overdue conversation, which was like, hey, guys, no one's going to pay us to show the Apple on the computer. It yeah. brings nothing to the story of what they're making. You know what I mean? And yeah. we could literally get free advertising in uh -huh. a movie, you know. You see it so, in that Samsung commercial with the uh, the like the the flip uh, the clothes like phone the flip phone you know right and then like the girl's like holding her Apple phone I'm like oh and it's funny because that dawned on me the other day I was like oh you can show Apple you can show the Apple logo now look at that yeah uh, I think also you can show a Nike swoosh I, wasn't uh, it like back in the day you couldn't like Pepsi couldn't show like Coke they can and like they always yeah. call it like cola or something like uh, like a RC brand or whatever. Uh, Tulo, I got to pee again, but, uh, 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 I'm reading here. You, I'm going to give you something to discuss, but I'm reading here that, uh, Moxley, uh, that, uh, uh, Regal is a, uh, WWE bound. Do you see that? Oh, yes. Well, his so, contract's up in January. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And probably triple H is like, we well, let's get him back. Right. First off, it well, just you know, yeah, I, I mean, I, when Mox told him to leave, I honestly thought he was like, he was like, all right, I, I'm, I'm done. I did my job here. You know, like he, he, 
I don't, I, even if it's this short of a run or for the full year, you know, whatever. But uh, when he came back this week, I was actually kind of pissed. I was like, yeah, Mox told him to leave. But then they like covered it up with being like, oh, Mox was kicked out. So he's like Regal snuck in or whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, that's cool. And then MJF knocked him out. And then I was like, that was oh, slick. Damn. Not only was that slick, that was such a fucking <clears throat> awesome MJF move. Because if he's going to be like the dirtiest, oh. dirtiest player in the game, to turn oh, on the yeah. guy who just won you the title like the first second with the brass handles. Yeah, it was so fucking good. He's like, you know, uh, and it, he hit him right in the back of the head like that. That was fucking dope. Um, all right, so I got to pee really bad. You, 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 I'll you, talk about that moment. Talk about that. I, uh, go. I, that moment is very interesting because I honestly believe that professional wrestling gets so freaking slighted when it comes to Emmy knots because if there's like best dramatic scene, like you can't tell me old man William getting uh, hit over the head with his brass knuckles and collapsing like that and then not moving. Like he never moved. I think at one time the announcer said that they, they like moved his leg when they were taking him out of the ring, but he legit did not move. He was stone cold, like playing dead, incredibly, never opened his eyes, somehow had fake blood in his mouth. How did you do that? I, I was just blown away. I, I thought the announcer sold it. I, I, that whole segment was one of the best segments in AEW history, hands down. I think I, I, I knew putting the title on NJF was the right decision. Uh, it's just, it's just, it's going to put AEW back on the map. He's out there saying Nick Khan's name and Tripp's name. And, and yeah, I just I just love everything about the dude, man. It's just so he's such a good professional wrestler. He's such a good heel. He's got the 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 pinstripes that say better than you. I'm gonna save this for when Dan comes back. But okay, he's got the pinstripes that say better than you. Remind me on that point. I'll come back to that. I'm asking you to remind me, and you guys aren't listening. That's good. That's the weed talking. Awesome. Cool, um, but yeah, I love it. I, I, I thought I thought Full Gear was great. I know I've been hard on AEW recently, but um, I thought I was getting a little disappointed this week because it felt like they were like trying to tell stories post Full Gear, and then they switched it up with Moxley coming out, and then the Hangman stuff. I'm like, this is kind of weird that they're going back to this, and then, um. And then Regal came out, and then I, I was like, I almost got pissed. I was like, why is Regal here? He's, Moxley told him to go away. That makes Moxley look weak. But, uh, all right, he's back. Big guy's back. Yo. Yo. Just got all a really right, nice so, message from the people, Corden, uh, executive producer. Just yes. saying you had a great set. It was really, you know, sorry, that just happened while I was peeing. Uh, what's up, bro? What were you talking about? Let's. Uh, I don't want to talk about that. We're talking wrestling. I'm in wrestling right. now. Um. I have, all right, this is like a, a conspiracy theory, but you ready to fucking tiptoe with me, bro? I'm ready to tiptoe with you. I'm drinking the snake oil, by the way. Ooh, you know, Which I Which is love, so dumb because it's 9 p.m. And like, this means I'm not going to sleep. Sick. You'll be fine. I think that there is something going on with MJF and Conor McGregor. Okay. Did you see this? The, his his suit with the pinstripes. 
Ooh, Conor McGregor is so ready for wrestling, right? Okay, so yeah. here you go, right? Let me break. Let me let me let me give you a little history tour of what. Wow. I'm So this is what made me spark spark my. I break. love where I'm you're like, going I'm, here. I'm looking at MJF and I'm like, what's this suit suit say? Those aren't pinstripes. I thought they were pinstripes. I'm like, oh my god, Conor used to wear the. the he had the uh, fuck you pinstripes at the press conference that one time. I with the May uh, at the Mayweather press conference, and I'm like, oh my god. Better, it says better than you. He's trolling Connor. And then recently, MJF went on uh, part of my take, Barstool podcast, and talked some, talk some trash. And Patty the Batty, who's a UFC fighter, called out MJF. And in the mix of that, Connor got involved. So oh. I think, and I'm, I truly, truly believe this. You may not be a Conor McGregor fan, but I'm telling you. I'm a Conor McGregor fan. Right? No, no, I'm not saying you. I'm telling oh. the, the listeners. Some of you may not. The folks. Be, uh, the I'm folks. telling you right now. If, if MJF is trying to lure Conor McGregor in, he's the smartest fucking human being in the whole entire world. Conor McGregor can't go to WWE because uh, Logan Paul's there and Jake Paul are there. So that won't work because that actually might end in an actual war. And we've seen what Conor McGregor would do backstage and he doesn't care. Although the toxic personality, we've seen what happened with CM Punk being in AW. But I think Conor McGregor and MJF would be one of the sickest fucking things I've ever seen ever. I mean, of course. Legendary. And I think... Connor's if if Connor's trying to get involved, he should go to Tony Khan. I think they should have a sit down. I think they should talk about it. I think MJF should be involved, and I I think Connor should ask for for a, a you know give him like that short term you know that Brock contract like uh, limited appearances. Oh, you know you don't he's not going to wrestle until the pay per view like f- whatever uh, Revolution. What is it called Revolution? Uh, in February, wait till fucking Revolution in February. Have him wrestle MJF and promote the shit out of it. They'll sell so many fucking pay-per-views. They can sell a stadium for that. Oh, yeah. That, um, that I mean, that would be fucking cool. I mean, you th- it feels like Connor would go to WWE. Come on, though, come, no? on come on. Listen, dude, you don't, you don't, you don't. The money's in WWE, but I mean, you know. You don't. He can't go there. He can't go there. He can't go there with Logan Paul. There. Why can't he go there with Logan Paul? Though? Why? Because they have they have him and Jake Paul have big time beef. Like, I don't they, think that means they will do it. If there's money to be made, there's money to be made. That's not a reason that they yeah, definitely but work. it's and they can work separate. What I'm like saying is, is, is that angles. that can be like a CM Punk like backstage situation, like where there will be like altercations and conflict. You don't want that. He's not going to go there. You, you don't know what I want. You don't want that. <laughs> you know I want that. What made you text me the other day and you were like, yo, maybe CM Punk is coming back? Um, What made me, what made me text you that? I think during the match. Oh, so during the match, they in Chicago, the Bucks and Kenny like trolled Punk. They did a fucking... Uh, uh, he, uh, they messed up the buckshot Larry and Matt messed up the buckshot Larry. To oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then Kenny did a go to sleep and then like led the chant and like fuck CM Punk chants or whatever shit. So it's like, 
I mean, they, and then right before that, Kenny made like a tweet saying like, we don't want like anybody to choose sides or like feel like, like it's not like that, like, or something. And then they went out and did that in Chicago. So I'm just like, I'm like, these guys, you know, can carry on my way. Like this. I, um, we, uh, yeah, I I, we'll see where they go with that. I mean, I want to jump over to War Games for a sec. I was just reading something. Real quick, before you go there. Oh, yeah. I thought Kenny had great pants last night. Finally, I noticed that, like, right away. Were those the rewears or were those new? They I don't know. I think they, they were new. They kind of looked they like the ones been, he wore. Yeah. He wore one similar at All Out, like, when he, I forgot. I like them. I like them. He wrestled Christian Cage. He wore very good pants. You remember that? I think that was All Out last year, maybe. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, um, War Games was a pretty fucking good time. Uh, the men's War Game match was outstanding, right? Theater. How good was that? Theater so in, the, good. In, in two rings and a cage, man. I mean, like, violent, fucking fun. That that ending was one of the coolest things I've seen in, in wrestling in a while. Like it was just so like, you don't know what I know. Cause you don't know what's going to happen. So like, how's this all going to play out? Is Sammy going to cost them? Is Sammy going to turn on, you know, like do against Kevin. I, I just loved it, man. I thought it was the, awesome. The, 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 the KO Sammy story that was perfectly told. And then um, you have Jay and Sammy hugging at the end. Yes. Too, like, you know, like, and, and it fun. keeps it going still too. Like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and it was the best use of a War Games match I'd ever seen. Because, you know, I'm not a War Games fan, Matt, Mark. Mm-hmm. My problem with War Games has always been that it's a little like, um, it's almost like an improv when you're like, the form's there for you, uh, you know, like, uh, um, what's the expression I'm trying to say? Like, you're there for the form over the form being there for you. You know, so it's a little bit like we have to surf War Games, meaning we need teams of four, and they all, yeah. you know, and you're like, and, and you're kind of shoehorning. The same way. Yep. Yeah, you're, you're shoehorning feuds into this, like, match that has to happen, you know. And my, yeah. my and, and 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 so, like, like for example, something I didn't like was, like, it was, like, the Viking Raiders. And it's like, now they're with Ricochet. Hey, you remember that? Yeah, and, and they all dress, like, with war paint and stuff. And you're like, okay, make- like, fine. It makes it, like, not why I watch wrestling. That makes it more of just, like, oh, here's a cool match. You know, and then I'll just watch yeah. sports, you know. So what I'm saying is that, that, that it's a minor beef because obviously I can get past it and just enjoy the match for being like a fun spectacle and dangerous and hardcore, you know. So like I can enjoy it in that way. But when you uh when if you approach war games by being like, hey, this match is gonna happen and like where's your allegiance within it, then that's a cool way to approach it. You know, yeah, it's like war games is a coming and like, where do you stand? <laughs> That's cool. As opposed to being like war games is here. Let's make some teams, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like that. They did a really nice job of building this where it's like, OK, there was feuds in there. We knew obviously some spots were just like had to be filler. But then they like like KO was a filler plug in, but tied in perfectly with the K with the with yep. the Sammy six. So I was like, really? In that way, it was really uh, 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 nice. The women's match was really good, yeah, but it didn't have what the men's match had. Well, I, what- I think what I think what the best part for the women's match was is that it kind of just like established 
the division, you know, like, yeah, you look at that, you look at, you look at that war games match. I mean, Bianca Belair is so far beyond a superstar. It's insane. It's fucking wild, dude. Becky, I think, I think we're entering Becky's best era of her career right now. I think we're on the precipice of like, this is the Becky Lynch, the man, you know, like this is the the best version of her that we're, that we're going to see. And it's going to be fucking legendary. She's in the crowd. You know, well, that's she's the like, main takeaway for the main takeaway from that match was reestablishing the dominance of Becky Lynch. Right. Hey, listen, and, and, and you know what? Look at Bailey. Bailey comes out. She's looking awesome, too. Now, like, you know, they, they got that. They, they, there's a deep rooted history there. There's storyline. There's like so much going on. You got Alexa Bliss, possibly, you know, whatever's, going. you know, it's like it's it's just so cool. The tag team division can get back on track. You know, it's like. Damn, man, there's there's just a lot of talent over there. And that still doesn't include Charlotte Flair. It still doesn't include Sasha Banks. It still doesn't include Naomi. So, like, if the, all three of those wrestlers come back and go to SmackDown and somehow Ronda Rousey, like, just maybe goes on her farm for a little bit more, you know? Right. <laughs> I mean, Ronda is so tough because... Even when they give her good booking, she just can't fucking act like at all. Yeah. And like the stuff with Shayna should be awesome, but it's just not. You know, it's like uh, it's definitely uh, better than whatever she was doing on her own. She can't she can't be out there by herself. But like, yeah. she doesn't she doesn't help Shayna in any way out there. Yeah, Shana's it's just doing a lot of legwork to make that work. And it's, 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 it's like, they'll have like a segment where you're like, oh, this is going to be cool. It's like Shayna, like pummeling, like who Ronda's opponent's going to be. And then she's got to stand there just being like, ha ha ha. And it's like, just somehow ends up being like awkward. And it's just like a simple beat down segment, you know? It's so simple. But I, I love, right? I love Ronda. That's like the crazy thing. She's well, that's such the a thing. Yeah. It, it, it's all right there. The writing's on the wall. Right. Like they need a manager. They need someone to talk for them. They should be yeah. the most dangerous women in WWE and you don't want to fuck with them because they'll fucking like break your limbs literally like, and you need someone who's going to convey that. And they need honestly like a Raquel Gonzalez with them, like a huge big threat, like, like the diesel of like NWO kind of, you know, kind of thing. Uh, they just, they just need a mic person desperately, like so bad because they're so talented and they can be so, made to be such bigger threats. But we don't see it at, at all in the women's division, right? There's no women. There's no managers for the women, right? I don't even not, think so. Not that I can think of on WBTV right now. So, like, you know? Yeah. It, uh, shit, I forgot my point. What were you talking about? Uh... War games, uh, women's war games match. Uh, oh, I want. Uh, well, I forgot what I was going to talk about, but I don't care. I want to jump to this Austin Theory match, which I thought was awesome. Yes. Um, which one? I the him winning the U.S. title Survivor Series. Yeah, the Survivor Series match. Uh, uh, I love taking that strap off Rollins because this time of year we want Rollins to be uh 
we want Rollins to be well, I mean, to be honest, you don't have to take it off of him because it's the US title, but I like them establishing the US title as meaningful. So I like keeping that momentum going, but yeah. also taking it off Seth so that Seth can potentially get this Cody feud going again, probably is is my guess where they're gonna end up going. Because I think The Rock is going to wrestle Roman. I don't think he can turn that down. Well, here is something I heard. Ooh. You ready for this, Dan? Yeah. There are rumors swirling that Roman Reigns might possibly defend both both titles and main event them one each night. Okay. So we've talked about this a lot of times. Um, I was having uh, stoner brain, you know? I was like, we talked about this. Like, I think Dan's like idea was to have Roman main event both nights. Oh, yeah. I talked about doing this. Or defend of- the title. Not necessarily has to be main event both nights, but he's definitely going to main event one. But I just foresee whatever, whoever it is that's facing him. In either or. I mean, listen, here you go. You you have Seth win the Rumble or, or, or yeah. whatever, you know, like. Uh, and then rock challenges him for the other one and then you're gonna have a money in the bank ladder match right uh that night too you know like or cody wins the rumble and cody wins at wrestlemania and gets his moment and then seth wins the briefcase and then seth cashes in again and steals cody's moment like man there's just so many ways you can go it's it's i i truly i honestly i'm gonna make a prediction here i'm gonna go out on the limb and say this royal rumble you can almost start it now, but I'm going to say this Royal Rumble to Mania season, which is also known as rain season, is going to be, I think, one of the best stretches we've seen. And for a very long time, it's been very wonky. After the Rumble, they never know what the fuck to do. And they got some stuff mixed in in between there. I think what Elimination Chamber happens, right? Uh, uh it's just, I think they got rid of fast lane. There's no fast lane. There's chamber though. But I, I chamber they, Montreal. There too, might right? be a Saudi show. You know, WrestleMania 39. Um, so just look, 2023 WWE papers. Here, so I'm going to here. We stand and deliver. Yeah, Chamber. So this is going to be a Chamber February 18th, 2023. And then, then nothing be... till Mania? Oh, my God. Nothing in no. March? It's called No Escape in Germany, by the way. You know about that? What? Because the translation is like, has like Holocaust connotation, like Chamber. I think, that oh, means, oh. I think that's actually true. So in Germany, yeah. they call it No Escape. Uh, which... I don't like that. What? Oh, kind of like was... It, uh, no escape is better than St. Colin at the chamber in Germany, right? I mean, I, I mean, think I that I heard that. That's ways. right. Uh, but anyway, um, is... it feels like something I made up. But what I know something like that's so non like it feels too specific for me to make up, right? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I thought you were just reading that right now. No, no, no. I know it's it's uh, <laughs> I know it's that. Yeah, because of World War Two. Yeah. 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 Um. Anyway, uh, and there's nothing in between. Nothing in March. Oh my god, that is so crazy! That right. is so crazy. Anyway, yeah, there's so it goes Royal Rumble and then it goes Elimination Chamber. So there's the two of those, and there's another Stand and Deliver, by the way, which is on April first, and they're doing that's NXT. And I wonder if that's going to be 
Wow, so that's interesting. So it's gonna be a, a nice so build to mania. So they're doing that same thing again, like Saturday during the one PM start time. They're doing that same thing for NXT this year. Weird. Anyway. LA. LA. It's gonna be in the crypto.com arena. Well that. Anyway, so we're talking about uh mania, like talk, mania speculation with the rock. So, yeah, if he defends the titles two nights, which feels like a cool idea, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you, if the rock would be the second night main, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, my guess, to be honest, is that I think they're going to have Roman drop one of the titles is what I think. You know, because I think Roman's going to here's here's the problem with it. I think Roman might drop the titles even before that rock match, you know, because I think Roman's going to start transitioning to Hollywood more. And I think that keeping those titles on him, you know, is going to fuck with that a little bit. Well, yeah, not keeping both, but keeping one is fine. I think I think it's I mean, if you well, the issue the is that, that if, if he wrestles the rock, it's like he has to beat the rock, obviously. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then he gets to keep the one title. Right, you so know, you keep one title. We need that. Whatever one he has the longest reign with, you know, that's the one he keeps so he can continue that long reign of being that champion for that long, you know? So you still have that. He's still the head of the table, you know, like, you get like that. Yeah, I agree with that. Anyway, uh, we'll see where that goes. I want to jump to a couple of predictions I have, which is I'm predicting KO Stone Cold 2 at, at this mania. Really? Yeah. I think they're just gonna run it again. I think it was a big I success. Says something else uh, that uh, Stone Cold was beefing with somebody else. I know he's working out like crazy. He's but, been uh, working out like a lunatic, and I feel like he had such a fucking good time. And he's probably like, "Yo, I can get one more in the hopper there, and then do it on the trunks this time. Do a real match. You know what I mean?" Mm. Well, he's probably gonna be in San Antonio for Royal Rumble, so maybe ah. May- uh? I don't Dude. think he'll win the Rumble. <laughs> I don't think not win, win the Rumble, but maybe yeah. imagine if he. If he was in it, hand out a couple stunners. That's actually not a bad spot. It'll be fun, but I don't think he's going to do it. It's not a bad idea, but I don't think he's going to do it. Anyway, I was predicting that, but you think. Yeah, you're saying Cody Roman could be like they could do something like that. I don't know. I think I think Cody's going to win the Rumble. Right. Um. But then how do you oh shit? I don't even know what you do, man. I have no idea what you do here. With the rock, the rock Roman. Like the rock Roman just feels like you drop what you do is you drop you drop you drop the titles off him because it's like that that match so does not need a title, you know? Yeah, but I wanted to have the titles personally because I just I love match. The Rock ain't doing more than one match. So there's no there's right. no reason why the title and like and the rock beating Roman. The Rock being Roman in a one-on-one match with, like, I think it does need the title because the title will continue, like, Roman's legacy, you know? Like, him winning just to beat him in a fight and he's got nothing, he's got no throne now because he's not the champ kind of makes it irrelevant. It's just like, okay, well, I beat him. I'm, but he's not the head of the table because he doesn't. he's not even the fucking champ, you know? So, like, right. I think he needs a title. I think he needs to have the title and he needs to beat the rock. Just uh, the rock ain't coming back from more than anything else past this. It's so fucking gone. 
He's out there making YouTube posts every day about how great his life is. He, this is he'll come back. He'll wrestle him. It'll be awesome. All right. Whatever you say. So hey, what are you doing you with say? what are you doing with Cody? I was saying Cody win the rumble. Oh yeah, you're saying Cody win the rumble. But then oh, and you're saying do night one Roman Cody. Okay, but here's the deal. So then what do you do with Seth? You go set do a Seth Theory mania? No, uh, I think or maybe all those guys are in like the money in the bank ladder match. Oh, you're like saying that, right, 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 right. Or like, hmm. uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I have be, no idea what to see. It's going to be interesting. You also don't know who might be added in like to the roster soon and like people coming back and like. I think they're going to do like, a Sheamus Gunther rematch at Mania, you know? That'd be wild. Because that, that was just such a big hit, you know, like to have those guys do number two, you know, it would be, and it would be cool to see if like Seamus cools off for the IC title for a little bit and then makes his push, like just like right before WrestleMania, you know? Yeah. So then he can get that match and then get, they need to have Seamus win that title at WrestleMania that, that will give Seamus all the titles. Is he, oh, he's never had, he'd be a grand slam winner. Never been an IC champ. He's uh, won the money in the bank briefcase, the heavyweight, the U.S. tag team. He's never won the IC. Wild. He's won the Royal Rumble? Yes or no? Is that true? Sheamus did. I think he did win the Royal Yeah, I th I'm 90% sure he did. I don't remember Sheamus. I think he did win the Royal Rumble. Hold on. I bet he won like 2000. 2009 was Alberto Del Rio, I think. So it's going to be. If he is a I don't think he won time. because I don't think he ever had a fucking. He won the Royal Rumble in 2012. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's so crazy. He won in 2012. Then, and then is that when he wrestled Daniel Bryan? Uh -huh. Oh, yeah, here I'm watching the clip. I don't remember this at all. Here. So... Oh, he squashed Daniel Bryan, didn't he? Yeah, I'm saying he Daniel, is that when he 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 wrestled it was an 18 second Daniel Bryan win. But did people like when Sheamus won the Royal Rumble? That's 2012. That's 10 years ago. That's not. That's like so much more recent than I expected. Oh, there's Ziggler. Uh... <laughs> yeah, let's say. Oh my God, it's in ring here. It's Ziggler, Miz, Cody, Kofi. What a group. Oh, they went kind of nuts for Sheamus. Yeah, I mean, Sheamus. Yeah, Sheamus won. Cool. Yeah, that's when he had the... Damn, man, crazy. I don't even remember that. I knew he won one just because I just knew that factoid, but I was like, yeah. I mean, exciting stuff happening. It's So so. how do we make AEW great again? You know? I think, where, where I think we're already... I think we're already on the way. First of all, I'm I'm starting to see some things. All right, I I want to I want to give want to give some kudos out back to AEW. I think okay. there's some genuine efforts being made. First, a couple things I've noticed that are good. I think Tony's starting to listen to me or see my tweets or something. One, full gear stage didn't have the tunnels. Loved it, so yeah. great. Different stage. I thought the design was cool. I thought they made the entrances better. Because I was watching Dynamite last night, and I don't think the tunnels even matter anymore. There were guys coming out 
Daniel Bryan came out of the heel tunnel. Alex Abernethy's came out of the fucking face tunnel. And he's given a hammer out. So I don't think the tunnels matter anymore. Um, I honestly would like to see those go away, but I would rather them stay for now as long as they just stay on Dynamite and Rampage or whatever. Uh, two, Jake Hardgill on, uh, on uh, TNT now. Uh, I mean, on Wednesdays now. You know, the TBS champ is on TBS. Right. And looking like literally a million bucks. And Jade, that's that's huge. Do you see her uh, actual her money outfit? Yeah. Sick. I mean, I watched it last night. Did you see it? It was awesome. And yeah, also, she's... by the way, just before I forget to say, I normally even knock cosplay, but her like Lionel uh, cosplay looked fucking awesome. Yeah, dude, that thing. Was it, she wild. pulled that shit off to a point where I go like, that didn't bother me at all. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, the Thundercats. I think she's just on fire. I think she's an absolute superstar. I love seeing her coming out there and getting mic time. I thought, you know, AEW cheaps it up and doesn't make it look good. Like they they should be better producing those kind of segments for her to make it look awesome. But um it's just a lot of a lot of really good things happening. I you know, I I think I think that oh, and then of course MJF being champion. I mean, this is a huge transition for them. He's out there saying Triple H's name. Saying Nick Khan's name, he's he's already scheming. He's he's saying he's that he's not going to challenge, like yeah. defend the title a lot. Uh, you know, after Winter's coming against Ricky Starks, I guess he's going to fucking chill for a little bit. You know, like I I think it's just the right decision that he was. See, it was such such an interesting time because he was starting to be over. So people were being like, "How do you have this guy that's so beloved by the fans now?" face anybody like as a as a, a like he's like a face people like him and then he goes and does something like this and now everybody is going to be he's going to be the fucking biggest heel in the in the industry and he probably is already but uh i think AEW's in a good this is a good transition period for him. they have final battle coming up with roh i hope after that there's a little bit of a better plan because they need to get the heart and soul of AEW back i i think the i think the elite think they know what they're doing but they're this stuff is not working for me and that's my that's my biggest thing for them they're having fun i'm glad they're having fun but i don't know man i don't I know a lot they, of the I stuff they, they do is kind of lame i mean i i find them to you know not be evolving like you know um like creatively like you know um and they're not grabbing attention in that same way and it's a lot of like old it's just you know I saw Kenny cutting a promo after they went off the air, and I, I like that more than anything he's doing on the air, you know? Well, like, uh, he's still, he, they were still on the air at the end of the show, actually, and he gags from the mic, which was interesting. Uh, that was on but, there? Well, I saw that online. Uh, I mean, I'm, so I'm not sure this week because I was doing all this other shit, but I don't know what heads or tails. I don't know, man. I just, I need that Kenny Omega, you know, like, when he's around the Bucks, it's just not the same, you know. Like, remember when Kenny was champ, he wasn't really, he didn't really have the Bucks for like a, a beginning part of it, right? Bucks were gone. Didn't like he they get into beef and he turned on them and stuff. When I don't remember. Where didn't the elite like weren't weren't like he wasn't with them bit? when he was the champion, really? Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. yo. Dan. Uh, oh shit! I was just watching uh, 
Oh, the, I was looking at Kenny's pants just now. They look real good. Yeah, real good. They look real good. I, I mean, look, I, I think there's definitely a lot of good shit happen at AEW right now. I, I, when I was watching the clips, I was watching. I liked it. You, know, you were talking about Samoa Joe, the Wardlow thing. Like that's fucking dope. I like just seeing Samoa Joe in general. Like I think he's like one of their biggest commodities. So I don't know why. Like he, he's the, he's like you know when you have a wrestler who was someone they think WWE was like not using correctly, just use him correctly. You know, yeah. it's kind of almost like just just be like, hey, here's where you can come to like actually do your shit. You know. So when they do stuff like that, it's good. I think there's more clarity with that, with the, with how the ROH is, you know, it, it, you're just seeing Samoa Joe be strong, and I'm just kind of forgetting the ROH stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and it's, then good, we're watching... he, it's a TNT title match too. So, and I also yeah. like the narrative right. that he's like, it's like those he has both TV titles, so he's like the king of TV. Called himself too. It's like, man, Samoa Joe, you're a fucking genius, dude. That's so smart. You know, yeah, he said the king of television is what he called himself. King of television, right? it's like so cool. I dig that. Yeah. Um, this is my last question. Where? What's going on with Charlotte? Uh, last I heard, she just took personal time off. She was going through. But they stuff. showed promos of her coming back, right? Did they? I'm not sure. No, like at like like a month ago or something. We were like talking oh, about that. I think they did it at SummerSlam. It was after SummerSlam. Yeah, no, it was SummerSlam. And then she never came back, right? No. Because they teased the KO thing at SummerSlam, too. I remember I was there. Okay. Anyway, all good shit. This is probably one of the best Survivor Series in recent memory. Because it was, you know, it was a good time. And I mean, Jesus, I mean, (laughs) it's 12-1 right now. You know, the Rumble is, what, 128? So we're like a month and change, you know, we're I'm like, going you know, that. Two, yeah. Oh yeah. San Antonio. I'm going, I'm going so on. we're getting into like the road to mania already. And that mania is going to be in LA. So this is very exciting. So right now it's like very cool stuff percolating, but it's going to get very fun, very fast. You know, that's going to be watch out for awesome. the percolator. Watch out Time for the percolator. percolator. For, anyway, I'm going to get out of here. Cause I'm fucking dead. Um, yeah, me too. I this was to my back. first day. That was kind of off and it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't very off. Um, so I'm going to go try to get to bed kind of early, get back to the gym, get back on my routine. I ate like shit today because I was eating pretty good <sighs> to be on TV. But uh, I'm going to put this up now. So this will be out like for most people. Oh, shit. Corden's coming on. Oh, shit. So right now, Corden is starting right now on the East Coast. Three hours 11, from now. 22. Yeah. East Coasters starting now. West Coasters, it'll start in three hours. I mean, most people, uh, I'll post a clip. Follow me on Instagram if you want to see at Dan Black Attack. You also, it'll be up on the Late Late Show's YouTube. They'll just post like the stand up clip and you can check it out, like it, be kind to it, please. Um, and, uh, you know, this is kind of nerve wracking. worry about it. And hell Don't yeah. Even, you got nothing to worry about. I know. But, you know, it's like, you know, this is like, you're going to have the, the like most. I told you, you're going you're gonna to have the, well, this is funny you say most. You're going to have the most. The, the first and the second most viral stand-up about professional wrestling. And even, yeah. there's, there's no denying it. And even if it does half of the views that the first one did, number one and number two, baby. Hell yeah. So, uh, everybody, uh, I'm grateful for all the people, all, all you people. I love Hell you guys. Yeah, but uh, everybody, keep watching James Corden and uh, <laughs> keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Cheers up. Yeah, bye.